Okay, so we'll we'll start the video then. So so we can get it. Let me just sort my beard out here quickly. Yeah, yeah. It's funny on the one side. Do I look okay? Do I look okay? Oh, you look so sexy. Oh. Oh God. Thank you. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon to all the geeks out there and all the geekdom, and welcome to another Our Little Geekdom podcast. The episode is number 14. I'm actually remembering these things. I'm actually remembering these things. I mean, how's that? It's a first for everything. It is a first for everything. You know? I think I'm the world's going to end now. <laughs> the world must be ending. Well, no, I mean, it's, it's coming back from being ended. But that's beside the point. We're going to carry on with the, the, the people that we're here to see today, or the person that we're here to see today. The one, the only, I'm going to mispronounce this, I know I am, Hayakshaw. No, that's wrong. Oh, close enough. So close. <laughs> but it's still good to be here. <laughs> we call him Brad. That's fine. I accept. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Don't tell anyone, guys, on the internet. <laughs> we won't give away the last name. Yes. It's actually it's actually pronounced uh, Hiyakusho. Oh, is it Hiyakusho? I had a Japanese friend that I met over the internet, and she yeah. said, oh no, the, the way you're using the H and the Y in Japanese is he, not hi. And I was like, okay, so now from now on it's Japanese. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool. What does it mean? <laughs> oh, uh, well, you know, long story short, I was in Pretoria. I was starting to expand into this whole gaming universe again because I felt like I could again. And uh, I wanted to come up with the most generic uh, gamer tag from the 90s that I could think of. So it was Hyperactive Shadow. Uh, and, and other contenders were Desert Eagle 69 and things like that, right? Yeah. Just because I wanted to be corny and generic like that. I didn't want anything special. Mm. And then I realized that Hyperactive Shadow was a very long handle. And uh, <laughs> one afternoon I woke up and I just mixed some letters together and I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it turned out okay. But it works. It's still, still that whole thing from the 90s. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very... It still fits in with the whole the whole, the whole whole um, cluster of, of weirdness that we that is the 90s. Um, Indeed. I try to avoid numbers. <laughs> yeah, me too, actually. I only, I only put numbers in if someone else has taken my name, which is very, very few and far between. You know, to, <laughs> to, to get Ziff Diffy, you have to actually really look hard. And there's right. no place other than myself that actually uses it. So I'm good. <laughs> So yeah, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you, what do you do? I mean, what, 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 obviously everyone knows that. Well, whoever watches you knows that you're a streamer and whatnot. But tell us a little bit about you as a streamer. What, what is what is well, exactly your fun points? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, where, where to be? Where to begin? Well, the beginning <gasps> when I was a young voice. boy, uh, <laughs> merely a, merely a cell within my parents. I uh, no. <laughs> wow, so, okay, that's um, a good fallback. <laughs> So, I mean, look, long, long story short, I've always been a gamer. I've been, I've been playing uh, games like Heretic, Doom, and everything like that since I, since before I could even reach both parts of the keys. I used to sit on my mother's lap. My mother introduced me to Doom at nice. whatever age I was because my fingers couldn't reach both sides of the keyboard. So I would sit on her lap and open doors in Doom while she would shoot and move. And then as I grew, I could reach two buttons and then all the buttons. And then that was the beginning, right? Um, so I've always been a gamer, obviously. I mean, anyone that's seen anything that I do with Garage Gaming can see I've been passionate about gaming for a very long time. 
Um, but it was about a few years ago, I don't know why, I got to this space where I just didn't, I didn't want to do any kind of content creation around gaming or anything like that. So, and that's what I do now. I try and think of myself as more of a digital creator, uh, not so much a content creator, because I always find content without purpose has no meaning, you know, so it's just, it's just, it's just yeah. noise. And, uh, I have a question, can I swear? Yes. Yes, you may. It's just noise and shit all over the place, you know what I mean? So, um, just noise and shit. Oh, shit. I was holding it in so much. I was holding it in. But it just, you know, content without meaning just becomes a big ball of shit and it's shallow and, and, no, one, and no one gives a crap. You know, they're always like, so you try and make content with a bit more value. So I try and remark on myself as a digital creator more than anything. But I digress. So I, uh, I started looking at doing tech reviews and things like that a few years back and I always liked writing um, and I had a bit of a blog back then and um, all complicated I did music for a while I interviewed a lot of indie bands in South Africa beautiful stories uh, such awesome individuals so I shot away from gaming mm. and um, it was only because of my own my, my own sense of the community of gaming in South Africa, it, it just I didn't it just didn't gel with me so much. It just there always seemed to be some drama or anything like that, so from a media level or a brand level. And you know, I was just like, okay, it's fine. I'm happy playing my games. That's okay. So um, I I did some tech reviews and I started creating content around tech, and that was a lot of fun. Um, you know, but uh, long story short, so eventually I decided to move to Dubai for some work, and uh, I put that. Put that channel to bed and uh yeah you know move on to other things and see what was and then um coming out here i was reintroduced to uh the gaming culture here in dubai i have such a huge variety of human beings from across the world you know it's just from pakistan to india america here locals everything like that and people from europe and the uk so you get exposed to a whole different way of I don't know, engaging with the gaming culture here and things like it. So, so, so unique, oh, well, I don't say unique, but just so much more uh, wide scoped uh, than what I was used to in South Africa. And we tend to be very insulated in South Africa. We always, you know, it's ZA streams or South African gamers or South African servers, whatever we're talking about, you know, <laughs> it's very much like that. And that's pretty groovy. Um, but when you're coming out here, it's just that it's just a big global scope. So it, it inspired me to get back into gaming from a content creation point of view, and um, it was it was just at the cusp of lockdown uh, where my friend suggested I should start streaming on Twitch. And I always wanted to stream on Twitch. I had streamed like once prior. I don't know what I was doing. Who knows these things? No one's going to teach you. <laughs> and uh, I started, I streamed Doom for the first time. Ultimate Doom, the original Doom. It was oh, yeah. awesome. The stream was trash. It dropped frames like a freaking uh, Hillbrow hooker. You know what I'm trying to say? Like it was, it was so hectic. It was so bad. But I really enjoyed the experience and I just kept at it. And um, it's kind of just evolved into this thing that I have a lot of fun with. Create content around first-person shooters, indie games, I love indie games, that's where I feel that the potential of Future of Game is, is blossoming now, the creativity is all there. I love indie games and I love um, I love doing art streams now, that, that's been very interesting, nice. doing illustrations and things like that. Nice. So in a nutshell, um, I create digital content around gaming, mm. long story short. <laughs> okay, no, that's talk forever. Cool. No, well, that's fine. That's awesome. <laughs> And just let him get up there, just help him up or something. Sorry, Gandalf has decided that he is trying to get up onto the table. And because the green screen's in the way, he can't jump because he's rather large. Um, he is. <laughs> he's a big boy. He's a chunk. He's a chunky, he's a chunky, chunk cat. Chunky. And um, he, can't, he can't get up. So, so, can't <laughs> help him. 
Jesus. Happy again. Um, <laughs> Good thing. Yeah. So so. Um, you know, Angela, it's probably best if you ask that question because I'm going to forget. Okay. So, <laughs> on on the topic of your content creation and um, all of that, how do you, how does your Twitch and your YouTube um, channels play together? How do how do they work together? Well, this is the interesting thing, and and unfortunately, I had a call with a friend the other night that wasn't expecting me to rant for an hour about the topic. Poor man. <laughs> so I, I've prepped this answer. So long story short, as much as as Twitch is a beautiful platform for a lot of reasons, I love it for the community and the engagement. It's exciting and it looks the user experience is actually quite nice. Um, for in most parts, I, it, the discoverability and the algorithm when it comes to Twitch simply just doesn't exist. Right, so, and um, uh, Sam Woodhall said it the other day, and very, in a nutshell, there's a lot more to it than this, but in a nutshell, he's like, Twitch is the only platform you make content for to make it for another platform. You know, because uh, you, you, you take everything you make on Twitch and you put it everywhere else. It doesn't sit, it, there's no, it serves no purpose on Twitch. No yeah. VOD is discoverable, no clip is discoverable by any search engine. It just simply isn't. The only thing you can have discoverable is your URL, your, your handle, right? So um, this frustrated me. <laughs> as a, as a, in my professional day to day, so I, I don't do this for a living, I have a day job. So in my day job, I do a lot of digital marketing and things. And anyone that knows SEO, this is like, and a big red flag that you should just simply not be on this channel, right? You should just not be on <laughs> Twitch, period, um, because of how bad that is. But the thing is, the community is so good, the uh, the barrier for entry is so low, and yeah. the ability to do whatever you want is so so vast. I love Twitch, but at the same time, he's really struggled to get any kind of notoriety anywhere. So yeah. I went over to YouTube as an experiment, right? To a, a friend of mine says he's, he's like. Uh, just just upload your recordings. Just you know, just chuck it there, and then you then you can have you can get the click-throughs. And I was like, okay, that's fine. So I did that for one video a day, and because I'm a perfectionist, I looked at it and was like, wow, this is complete trash. So um, <laughs> I started, I started uh, now slowly but surely going back and seeing how I actually reached out to a, a YouTuber friend of mine in the UK. Amazing man, amazing man, Chase Connison. He does uh, react videos for music, and um, he he's just completely blown up in the last year uh, with uh, with regards to his channel and I reached out to him I was like listen so I've started this thing as well on YouTube what do you what's your take and he gave me a lot of lessons like he schooled me a lot and gave me a lot of things to consider um, and it's an interesting way to see how twitch in one hand being a live community and community in specific where you can have real-time engagement and get people involved and have a great chat and, and all of that jazz and get your personality out how does that play into pre-recorded videos here on YouTube that's discoverable? And his suggestion was going about ensuring there's a, cy a cyclical, a cyclical, cyclical, something like that, <laughs> approach uh, to promoting your Twitch and YouTube. How do they support each yeah. other? How do they work together? So the other night now, I started doing uh, a Let's Play series on YouTube, right? And that's pretty cool. Never done a Let's Play in my life. I don't fucking know what I'm doing, but it's all right. <laughs> so if you look at the first video compared to the ninth video, huge difference in quality, but awesome, right? Lots of fun. So did this Let's Play thing. But then on uh, my live streams on Twitch on Wednesdays, I recorded, I started recording uh, doing uh, Doom Ultra Nightmare runs, which anyone that's played Doom and Ultra Nightmare knows that's, that's just... You're not going to make luck. it. Yeah, you're not going to make it. It's all right, right? But the cool thing is, is that now it kind of gives that community aspect. Oh, guys, you know what? If you want to search Yaksha, you go find Yaksha wherever you can search it. You'll find Doom and Yaksha 
it's, it's, yeah. it's there, you know, so they support each other in that way. Then on that front, YouTube's algorithm, eventually as it goes, depending on the content, let's play content, it's very common, so it's, it's not doing as well, but whatever. Um, that, that kind of search algorithm then eventually feeds uh, people uh, engaging with you then on Twitch. And it's actually, I've had pretty meager yet some success. I say success very loosely. I mean, like people have slowly moved from discovering me on YouTube uh, to following me on Twitch. And I didn't expect it to do well in inverted commas, but it couldn't hurt, right? Yeah. But the more and more I do it, the better it's starting to roll on. So it's a very interesting experiment. And now, um, like I said to you uh, before we went live, I'm sitting here with the Doom video. I've started to think about, I want to do a how to beat series. Basically, how do you beat the cyber demon in Doom 2016? It's an easy one, I'm not going to lie. Like, it's it's just for me to warm up on, you know? But, but you know what I mean? So you start creating this original content, and how does that apply to your Twitch content? And you start making that all work for yourself and play in together and, and all that jazz. And so that's a very exciting thing, you know? So trying to support each other in that. I do, I do think Twitch has got a ridiculous amount of potential. If they don't if they don't fix certain things like their damn search algorithm and their indexing <laughs> and basic shit like that, like their SEO, they're not gonna survive. No, but, it's, um, it's, you know, it's, yeah, you can see they're already struggling. You know? I mean, you know, they're trying to compete with YouTube, who's now brought out their whole new live streaming, or well, not new, but their their live streaming um, platform is is starting to actually get really powerful because you've got the the. Um, you got what's it the uh, the the tip jar or whatever the hell they use it for now and what the hell they call it, but you can basically they they super chat that's what it's called super chat. Um, so you have enough pl people in the 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 um the watching the live stream, super chat comes up and then you have to focus on the or you have to focus on the super chats because you know that's the good way you know someone wants to say something important, super chat. <laughs> Think of it this way, right? Think of it this way. And again, I spoke to Chase just briefly the other day. Again, he's very busy. Um, and uh, it was a case of like, it was Chase, it was a few of my friends. I would love to just do, it, just have one platform, okay? Yeah. So, and I'm gonna use YouTube as an easy example, but it, it's, it works pretty well. They, and again, YouTube has a lot of faults. Don't, don't get me wrong, it's got a lot oh, to yeah. work on. But if I wanted to, I could go and do my live streams three days a week like I do now. I could mm. publish two pre-recorded videos like I do now. In between that, I could publish all my clips and highlights because they just dropped shorts. Oh, and on top of that, all of that, all of that is uh, now algorithmically indexed and searchable because of SEO. Oh, and then if you're if you're big enough, because they have that now too, is the community tab where you can actually publish a video, uh, polls, and uh, normal posts if you're a creator. If you get big enough, I don't know how big you have to be for that, but uh, I mean, essentially, you could have just YouTube as just your platform. And you can yeah. be very comfortable there. And I'm not gonna lie, it's quite it's quite enticing. I mean, I would love to just only focus on one platform. Fuck, I'm sitting here with Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Reddit, Facebook, Instagram, the next oh, yeah. bullshit, whatever mm -hmm. the fuck, okay? Well, and I'm just for a living. <laughs> you know, so I know which channel is got strengths and its weaknesses. I tell you what now, mm -hmm. if I didn't have to use Facebook and Instagram, I just wouldn't. The only reason why I use Instagram is because um, it's it's really good for brand recognition, mm. but I don't give a shit. Like if yeah. I didn't post something on Instagram for a month, I'd be very happy. It looks fine. People can find it, but ugh, that's how gross. I feel about you Twitter. Hey, <laughs> eh? that's, that's how you feel about Twitter. Today? Yeah, that's like Twitter's why... it's, Twitter's its own little. Yeah, I don't. I don't even have an account on Twitter. I, I, that's I, why I, I mm -mm. post all our socials. Yeah, I, I've, my Facebook page died many years ago, um, so <laughs> it's like. Anything you see there will be like posts from years ago. 
and um, it's it's nothing on there. There's like nothing. I just I, I don't I don't do this kind of stuff. I, I don't I don't like it because it's just you know pointless. And um, yeah, no. So I was like, yeah, I'm letting I'm letting all of them die very slowly. Very, but for things like the channel but, itself, that, it's the necessary. Yeah, for the channel, it's necessary. But for 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 myself as a personal person, no, no not at all. Actually, if you go and look, uh, my whoops. <laughs> my dun, dun, he just talks himself with it. Josh, please bleep <laughs> that name out. Yeah, please bleep that out. Um, thanks. <laughs> um, that uh, Twitter account over uh, that personal Twitter account was doing fine. It, it's whatever. But oh god, it's just die. I don't care about it anymore. No. I put I put some cool articles I found now and then. I don't give a shit. Nah, screw that crap. Yeah. <laughs> like I gotta go sit over there. Some some person is complaining about this crap, and another one is complaining. Oh, bugger off. I don't have time for you. All right, and I know it does come down to who you follow and the algorithm and shit like that. So I actually yeah. actively went and unfollowed basically my entire Twitter, and I programmed everything to work in a certain way. Okay, like I tried my best to try and make it work for me. Still crap. So I'm just like, okay, so you know what? Humanity is the problem. <laughs> so, uh, but then it's so strange though, because then when I go to Hyakusho's Twitter account, it's awesome because I only have things that I really care about, which is retro game developers, um, uh, updates on games that I'm liking, like some of the AAAs, like Shadow Warriors coming out very soon, that's very exciting, uh, Biome, etc, et you know? So I don't know why the algorithm for my gaming account, like Yaksha, compared to my personal account is tweaked. I don't know if it's because it was started from scratch and my personal account has 11 years of bullshit to get through, but you, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. One of the things that my, my friend uh, in the UK mentioned, he's like, don't feel ashamed of picking a platform and just going with it. So I'm like, okay, explain. He's like, well, yes, there's advantages to each platform, sure, but sit back and be like, okay, where are you strongest? So for me, I was like, okay, well, I'm very strong on Twitter. I know how to work Twitter, so Twitter. And then he's like, okay, is that the only one? It's like, pick three. <laughs> okay, so Twitter, and then I'll have my Discord community now, where I put in a lot more effort to everybody, I'll try to uh, keep everyone as interested and engaged as possible. And um, that's basically it. And then Twitch and YouTube now. But uh, like, I think like Twitch and YouTube are kind of, when it comes to uh, post-production, is kind of like one baby because they're kind of the same production process over here when you're creating uh, thumbnails or overlays or that kind of thing or you're optimizing and stuff like that so that's kind of like the same kind of baby over there but yeah. I mean pick a just pick the platforms you, you like whether that could be Instagram and Facebook whatever strokes your goat but like I mean pick it and rather than try and do a thousand things because also you're only one person or most of us are only one person like me so <laughs> you don't have time to do yeah. I mean I'll still post on the other channels because I'm that person but I don't care if I don't, if that makes sense. No, it does. It makes perfect sense, actually. You know, the whole thing is, I mean, um, look, I've, I've had my I've had my issues with Twitter for a few reasons, but uh, we don't get into those those reasons. That's that's more my personal reasons why I don't like, I don't like Twitter. Yeah, you sure shall um, those. Twitch, Twitch, yeah, I don't want to mention any of those. It's my, my own personal issues with it. Um, uh, Twitch, the reason why I've got an issue with Twitch is just, it's, it's, it's not... It, it, I'm not a live streamer. I'm not very good at live streaming. I'm sure kids will actually yeah, attest to this as well. Yeah, we tried it and we're, not we're good better at live on videos. Yeah. Uh, it's much better if we have like friends playing, like a whole bunch of us playing if we're going to stream. Otherwise, it's pointless. We don't really do it. Um, we're much funnier YouTubers. We've, we've proven that with our videos. 
Um, and thanks to thanks to our our, our editor, he, he yes, we're mentioning him again. I don't shout care. Shout out Evil Toes. Shout out to Evil Toes. Yes. Um, thanks to him, he's actually found the funniest parts, and he actually emphasizes those funny parts. So he makes the videos even funnier, which which helps us because obviously, I mean, you know, I got the I, I, I seriously got the luckies earlier. I was watching one of our videos and getting attacked by dogs, and he starts he puts this random song in, and it's just dogs barking, but it's a dog barking song. And then more of these dogs come it. and attack me, and he puts more of them in, so they're all like overlapping each other. I was, I was crying from laughter. It was so he funny. couldn't breathe. He was laughing so much. Yeah, it was, it was brilliant. But I mean, you know, he he brings out the 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 hilarious bits in there, um, you know, because you know, honestly, seeing me swear at things is, is funny. But you know, emphasizing the fact that I'm but, swearing at things is even funnier. <laughs> but, so, but you mentioned something very interesting there, dude. Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off. Uh, no. Fun. Yeah. Editors. Now, at the moment, I edit on my own. Yeah. But I'm an amateur and I'm a hobbyist. I think there is definitely a need for YouTubers that want to like keep producing good quality content to actually hire an editor yeah. when when at all possible. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's affordability. Indeed. Sorry, I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> it's 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 affordability. Um, it's all about if you could afford to actually hire one. I mean, you know, it, it took both Kez and myself actually getting jobs. Um, and, and honestly, finding a job in South Africa was, was practically impossible. Um, it, for, for me, it was practically impossible. I mean, as an IT tech, it's impossible to find a job in South Africa. You know, the market was intensely flooded. So we came up to Scotland. I, I'm not even an IT tech anymore. <laughs> I work in a technical job. I mean, I'm, I'm working in a technical position, but it's not IT. It's... it's um, Smart meters. Energy industry. It's, yeah, it's the energy industry and smart meters in the energy industry. That's what I do. You know, I mean, I sit behind a computer all day, but the whole point is, is that's what I do. It's my job now. And I don't mind because, you know, I enjoy doing my job. But without actually getting the kind of money that we get, we would never have been able to actually hire an editor to actually do our job for us. And so, then we like, just have mediocre videos that, like... Yeah some people go oh yeah that's okay but now it's so much better yeah now we've got people actually commenting saying oh you guys are so funny yeah. so we've got that you know there, there is there is an advantage <laughs> and it's all it's all thanks to the editor i mean you know he's he's actually emphasized the the the, the comedic value that we actually have um i love that. when it comes to the videos you know because he'll yeah, put silly sound effects in or you know he used to block up the swearing i think he's just given up now <laughs> But it does help because, like, if you, with him doing the editing for us, our channel on YouTube itself has actually grown quite a mm. bit. And that just shows, it proves your point that if you want to grow your channel and if you want to produce good videos, you do need to at some point get an editor mm. to do it for you because they know what will sell. Yeah, that's true. And this is the, this is the thing. You, you, you have a profession. I have a profession. Okay. It's technically not editing videos. We, we, we're very intelligent people, so we know how to edit videos and great. But the professional editor who does this every day, <laughs> and this is his bread and butter, he's going to just have that extra turn up. Yeah, and um, exactly. there's, a, there's a lot of YouTubers I've, I've found, and you know, I do a lot of research and stuff, and they're all like, hire yourself an editor. And it's just like, yeah. but bro, you know they're expensive. But the thing is, when you start, uh, when you're fortunate enough to have enough a little extra to hire an editor, you should because yeah. a it frees up a lot of your time i mean i'm editing a video here i should be shooting or uh whatever this, this video is not okay this is not a long video but generally let's say two three hours to edit a video ish mm. yeah yeah i don't know um 
This kind of thing could be done by a professional in a lot less time, freeing up a lot of my time to yeah. do other things that I should be doing. So there's all these, I, I really think that is like for me the next step. I'm probably not going to do that this year because I actually like editing video. So it's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> but, um, but there is going to be a point where I'm like, yeah, no, I'm just going to have to look for somebody to help me out with this. And, and I yeah. think that's fair. You know? Yeah, yeah, I've noticed exactly. the improvements also. Your guys, your guys stuff is looking really groovy. Very fun stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, <laughs> thanks to Evil Toast for that one. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I pointed out to, to, to Kez a while back, you know, we were looking at our videos when we were, when I was actually looking back at the old videos. And when I went when we went back, there there were certain videos that were very well edited. And you can see that Kez actually took the time to, to, to edit it because she was the one who was editing the videos. But she took the time to put in special cuts and stuff like that. She, she'd make it. She'd make it good. But eventually, you know, work gets gets in the way. You you have to work. You know, you have to make money because YouTube's not making us any money. So, and then you run out of time, and you just yeah. slap it together, and you can exactly. see that it was basically just slapped together. Mm. And it doesn't look good. And I was, you know, I showed her the one video. This is what actually got us going back onto YouTube again. Was I showed we were going through the older videos, and I started laughing at them because they were actually kind of funny. You know, we we did a whole like we did this whole um, reviewing something, and you know, I started laughing at how I acted and stuff like that. And I laughed at how she acted. And you can see where where our humor actually came from, so it makes sense. Um, and now, obviously, with with um, with editing it's always better to actually have someone do it for you because uh again we've both got jobs you know so the reason why we got back into just youtube is because streaming takes up way too much time way streaming too is, much time it's it's hectic streaming is hectic sorry kez what are you gonna say it's also hard for us um because for us to entertain people and entertain ourselves is difficult at the same time and that's I'm where boring. we'll like start we'll we'll start off the stream really really well on a high note and like fully interact with us and the the people watching and then halfway through you get so focused on the game that you're just sitting there in absolute silence and then people are like okay why am i watching you you're now, just playing imagine, game. imagine imagine me playing doom on nightmare difficulty i've got my chats who's very engaged lovely human beings fucking love them okay <laughs> then i've got here doom 2016 nightmare and i'm like hey guys how's it going okay cool oh fuck i'm dead okay let's talk <laughs> you know it, it, there is a huge difference between my offline play and my and my streaming play so this is interesting yeah. things but you, you touch on an interesting note there kaz because a lot of the time and I, and I know pandemic lockdown trends blah 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 um has a lot to play with it but Truthfully, you know, not every platform, not every style of content is for everybody, mm. you know, and I do think that a lot of streamers um, come into it expecting one thing and that's fine. I mean, a lot of people, a friend of mine, um, she streams purely for the social engagement. She just wants to play a game and talk to people because it's she needs human engagement. And I'm like, sweet, that's sick. And then other people are like, no, I want to be Ninja. And I'm like, okay. Then you go to their stream and it's just dead silence yeah, for three hours. Ninja, you it's can't like, do that. <laughs> okay. It, you see, the point is, is like the style of content for streaming requires certain attributes or yeah. certain, uh, certain things. You're an entertainer. You're, you're an entertainer at the end of the yeah. day. You need to be able to be Freddie Mercury for two to three hours and entertain that crowd. Okay, yeah. and whatever you're doing, whether it's just chatting, whether it's cooking. Oh, I found a cooking stream the other day. Oh, guys, my world has been open. <laughs> anyway, um, it's, uh, <laughs> um, so whether it's Doom, Fortnite, cooking, whatever the shit. Okay, just chatting, hot tub, whatever that crap is. But oh, like, God, my um, hot tub. 
<laughs> you need to first. You need so to that's be softcore porn. porn. <laughs> what was that? Softcore porn. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Did you see that? I didn't read the article yet. They've uh, announced there's a new category for it. The category is hot tub. Really? Jeez. Yes. I, I, I literally, I literally, so, uh, I literally opened the article. A friend of mine shared it with me. I haven't read it yet, so I can't tell you more about it. But apparently now there's a category for hot tub, and I'm just like, just say, you know, and it's not safe for work. Yeah. Just, just, because... just say it already. Just everyone knows. It's not yeah, safe for work. out there. And restricted. So hot tub goes into this category, and then age restricted. Boom, done. Then, then they yeah. can do whatever they want on there. They can, they can literally go and and go kahat for all we care. As long as it's age restricted, I don't care. I just, you know, I don't want my nephews watching that because they watch Twitch. I don't want this my nephews watching that. This is the problem. So I have a lot of kids come into my streams. I put so I do everything I can to make sure they don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it doesn't work. They still win. They still do, and so I get it says plus eighteen restricted. I put it in my in my title every time I have the streamers eighteen as mature and everything like that. I the only thing I haven't done I saw Savage Kai do it the other day. She's got like a uh, a plop uh, a plop a message that comes in the chat that reminds people that it's a, a mature stream. Short of doing that now on mine, I still have kids come through, and they're like. I had one child come through and he was like, oh, 18 plus. I was like, yeah, it's an 18 plus. We swear a lot and we talk about adult topics. If your parents have not said that you can watch me, please uh, don't. <laughs> then I get the same stories. Oh my word. And I've heard it all. I've heard it all. Oh my word. And it's, it's so frustrating for me. He's like, that's not fair. They'll always say, oh, my parents don't care what I watch. And I'm like, those are bad parents. Do <laughs> yeah, I was just like, yeah, I said, don't do that. First of all, I have no guarantee. There, yeah. there, there's no, you know, how am I supposed to know? First of all, you can tell me every story in the book. Every story in the book. The point is, you're underage. Please don't watch my stream. Exactly. But they, but they will. They will. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. They will. Whether I like it or not. Okay. But it's not just me. I just all I end up doing is swearing a lot and using a lot of dick jokes. Okay. I'm very <laughs> light compared to other streamers out there. And then you get the those streamers which you're like. Uh, this probably shouldn't be on Twitch. But then you do, you get your 16, yeah. uh, 14, whatever year old kids that will go on Twitch because they're watching Fortnite here in five minutes later. Oh, that's the time I check my phone. That's the time my big titty streamer is on. Yeah. And then they'll go there. Um, and I don't want to give big titty streamers a bad rap because use what you got. If I had big titties, I'd, I'd probably do the same to be fair. But like, you, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, there's a, a fetish for everything, right? No, but even bearded then. Lady, bearded lady with big titties. No, but I'm just saying, like, it's fine to have it, but then let, just Twitch needs yeah. to improve the protection for the youngsters. That's exactly, all. you know, that's, all. that's how I feel, you know. I don't care. You know what? Go ahead. Go and do that. You can, you can literally, you can, for all I care, get naked. You know, as long as, as long as there aren't kids watching it, Try and stop me. <laughs> well, I mean, they will stop you. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to do it, dude. If I if not I show too much skin on Twitch, you know that we'll get that I'll get banned. That that the SA geeks will be banned on Twitch. So, you know, I, I can't even do that. <laughs> but that's not the point. It, it's the fact of the matter is is the the right now it's it's turned into where where kids can actually see women literally giving like cucumbers a handjob. It's, it's not really it's, yeah <laughs> i dude I, I i do watch a few youtubers that actually talk about this and they they, they, they they're not scum about showing it <laughs> yes, it's like, yeah. 
and they make they make funny sound effects like they're giving you a, 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 a nice one in the the back seat of a car you know make those sound effects with their mouths and they whisper all the time it kills me i can't stand it um yeah no there's all that it's, well it's okay, where i sit on the issues because i i mean like i've met a lot of um especially in the last few years what weirdly i've met a lot of very interesting people um in the last few years it's, it's opened a lot of it's educated me and opened my mind to a lot of things um i feel much better for for the knowledge i've gained and the experience i've gained yeah. um but one of the things that have remained true is um i remember watching jim jeffries and <laughs> many years ago and he was talking about uh prostitutes being illegal in australia and everything like that and i said to my mom i was like oh, isn't prostitutes legal in south africa too this was a while back and she's like i'm not sure <laughs> no one really knows <laughs> no one really knows never really you know, discussed never really you know what i mean never really looked into it but um, anyway so um then you start thinking about you know uh, uh, people uh, enjoying what they have uh, experiencing their bodies and things like that and cool Cool, hundred percent. Go out there and use what uh, your mama gave you. It's it's epic. I would do the same. I, in fact, a lot of people um, uh, followed me because I did bicep curls on my streams at a stage. Okay, <laughs> I don't do it anymore because I'm lazy. But you know what I mean. It, it's it's a yeah. it's a thing. So yes, there is some objectification. Fair enough. Use what you got. But at the same time, when we're looking at Twitch as a huge community, okay. The algorithms and the protection just isn't there to protect people who don't want to see the big titty streamers, who or don't, don't want, want to, to see told the to show their tits. Uh, uh, cucumber, dildo, whatever the crap is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I mean, it can be there. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying people like me who I, I want to go on Twitch. Like I went on the other day. I went, okay, I want to browse Twitch. I haven't browsed in a while. What's up? And then it says recommended for you. And I'm, the top three are big titty streamers. I'm like, first of all, but if I want porn, I can, I can just get it okay i don't want to see this i want to play i want to see resident evil <laughs> do you know yeah. what i mean um so and that's where i'm coming from with it it's just gotta improve their algorithms and their categories holy shit it's not yeah. but it's not just that i mean um people that don't do those kinds of streams if you look at some of the other gamers that are out there um that are actually on twitch to play the games you'll find the people that go and watch the big titty people go to their streams and say oh show us your boobs because that's what they expect everyone to do they did that too well so were, we had that with kevin as well <laughs> yes i'm not surprised it's fucking awful yeah okay so the, the the streamer that i mentioned earlier that just goes to twitch to be, be sociable with people yeah. um she's a filipino and she's the sweetest person in the world okay yeah. i swear week one week one i was in her chat and three other dudes were in her chat because sure, sure, we kind of we spoke about this prior that the four of us were like listen we're gonna all talk <laughs> we were worried about twitch being twitch mm. um so yeah we're all just gonna hang out in the chat before she had mods and things like that and we're gonna just try and help see if we can <clears throat> you know yeah um i swear like fucking clockwork hello please share this it's like the fuck <laughs> it just oh, it just came that. out of it just came out of nowhere and then mm. but it gets worse I think um she's been streaming uh, for about nine months and uh, she's had a great time it's been absolutely amazing she's told me she's had a great time but we've had to get to a point where we have a massive blacklist of some words that i didn't even know were a racist and b insulting but they're there too because filipino is insulted in different ways 
and that is new for me and then we came with this whole blacklist so a huge blacklist on her stream about words that can't be mentioned on her stream which can instantly ban then which she has at any point in time three mods in her chat just to make sure because and the thing is it's not to be weird or anything like that these guys will come there and they'll just be gross they'll just yeah. be gross they'll be insulting they'll be abusive they'll be all these things yeah. and my word it you think like you hear about it obviously and and, and things like that but until you actually see it live in a chat with one of your friends you're like okay what the actual almighty fuck <laughs> yeah it, it's awful it's terrible you know yeah. <laughs> Don't know where I stand on that, but it's bullshit. <laughs> Look, you know what the whole thing is. No solution. Yeah, and the, the, you know that, that that all comes down to how 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 Twitch is actually handling the the the, the certain streamers that shouldn't you know they sh who shall not be named. Um, you know, the, it all comes down to that. It's it's they're actually making it harder for people like Kez, people like um, that that lady that you, you mentioned. You know, it makes it harder for them to actually stream because I've I've met a few of the female streamers out there, and they they, they don't like it. They don't like the fact that they're the no. ones who are being who are being uh, told to to you know, oh, show us your tits, uh, this this this. Because it's know, expected. It's like, because it's expected. Because that's what they that's what that's what everyone wants. And Twitch has done this to themselves. It's it's not it's not a case of oh no we've done it to them no 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 we've been fighting against this I, I i for one have never wanted it because i don't want my nephews seeing this and I, i've said from day one that i don't want my nephews to see half naked chicks in swimming pools or hot tubs or anything like that but over and above that i also don't want those people coming over to my wife and saying to her oh show us your tits because uh no buddy the only one who gets to see those is me <laughs> you don't get a chance to see them ever <laughs> i mean it's just it's so frustrating it's it's the, um, and I mean, once upon a time, uh, I was exposed uh, to a bunch of people where I was seen as a, I went into a room and I was seen as a piece of meat uh, in that way. And for the first time in my life, I experienced what it feels like for, for 10 minutes. I feel I felt what it's like to be a woman on the internet for only 10 minutes. Okay. <laughs> and that 10 minutes was more than enough for me to be like, wow, that's absolute bullshit. And I went to my friend and I said, is this, so this is what I experienced. He's like, and he said that to me, he was like, wow. So you were there for 10 minutes. So you have now some idea of what women deal with every day. And I'm like, wow. So that's completely <laughs> fucked. <laughs> yeah, and you're not a musician, are you? <laughs> you're not a musician, are you? He was ah. treated like a piece of meat quite often. Dude, every day. As a musician, you get treated like it every day. If you play on stage and um, you happen to be the lead singer of the band, you've got... It's not easy for us. You know, We, I, I got used to it. And after a while, you're just like... You, you, for me, it's just like, yeah, whatever. You know, okay. Try grabbing yeah. me. I will swat your hand away, but go for it. <laughs> no, but then came Kez. No. But then came Kez, and she did all the work for me. Because obviously, I'm not going to go and deck a woman for trying to grab my cock, you know? And I'm telling you now, it is the worst experience when you're a dude and you come off stage and some woman is trying to grab your your your, your junk. And she's like, oh, I just want to fuck you. And you're like, okay, look, just back the fuck away. <laughs> and it's not even that many people, you know? It's like... There'd be three or four, there'd be like okay, 13 max people at any given time. Sometimes you get well up to 100 people depending on the band, but uh, or the, the the gig. But you still have them trying to do that, and you know 
I'm not one to go and deck a woman for trying to grab me because I'm much stronger than she is and I will hurt her, so I don't want to do that. Yeah, but you see, this is the point, right? Now, you, you go over to translate that experience to online and to Twitch. It's the same and thing, it's yeah. It's no wonder that. It's no wonder you know women what I mean? don't want to do it. You, no. And everyone will sit there and be like, oh, we want more female streamers or we want more female gamers. Mm. And I was like, okay, gentlemen, well, could you please stop being complete pieces of shit for exactly. five minutes and maybe they'll start coming through? Mm. <laughs> yes, yeah, like, so, unfortunately. And I had a, a, sorry? sorry. No, you, 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 we both we both cut in there. So, <laughs> I, I was uh, a friend of mine. He was actually saying to me the other day, and he made a very valid point. It's like, listen, at the end of the day, it's up to the guys that are aware of this reality, to when we see it, pull pull the offending asshole aside and be like, not deck him or whatever. We can use words, but just try and try and upskill this gentleman, educate him, and be like, this is this is why that's dick. <laughs> They probably will not listen to you nine times out of ten. Yeah. But we gotta try because shit, man. I don't want to. I don't want a, uh, a Twitch community where I've got my friend uh, streaming down the road here and she um, switches off social media for two weeks because she had an anxiety attack because mm. a UK streamer raided her and all the UK all his UK followers decided to come and spam her with other things. That happened. Yeah. And um, he call, he decided that to call my friend ungrateful for the raid. And I'm like, bro. So he's a person you pull aside and be like, listen, let me explain to you why that's not ideal. Um, and, yeah. and that's the thing. So And it's awful. And I mean, my friend is just one example of someone who is now exposed to this and is, as you say, getting used to it. But she shouldn't get have to get used to it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's it's frustrating. so true. And, and people like the... Uh, the, uh, the big titty streamers are making it really tough for a conservative friend, yeah. like my friend, to, to be on the internet as a female. Yeah, look, it's the conservatives, especially the conservative females who are who are streaming, who don't want to show themselves off and things like that, that are getting most of the flack from this. But the thing is, what I've, what, I've, I've, what I've always known, I mean, look, I'm, I've been doing, I've been crowd person my whole life, so I'm used to actually being around big crowds and things like that. But what what I've realized is you've got to have a very thick skin because if you don't, you are not going to handle the criticism because we've been, um, when I was, okay, I'm going to again go back to the days of being a musician. It was a long time ago. I don't do it anymore. So don't even try and find any songs, guys. You're never going to trust me. You will not. Um, <laughs> you will not find any songs. My uh, songs they're out there somewhere. Yeah, but no one will ever find him. <laughs> just a long-ass beard. Just... No, actually, it wasn't a long-ass beard, and it wasn't metal either. It was post-grunge. <laughs> oh, that's fine. <laughs> there was no beard. There was no beard, actually. There was long, long hair. hair. <laughs> long hair, that's no beard. That's a fun photo. you, you got to share that photo with me, kids. That's how I will. Uh, yeah, so, so, but basically, we got criticized. Um often enough we got criticized you know we we would we would be criticized for the kind of music we play we got criticized for um you know the 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 bassist not being able to keep time which is untrue and he was actually good we were all good but you get people there who get annoyed at the fact that you're actually making a success yourselves crabs in a bucket kind of thing and when that happens what you've got to do is you just got to grow that thick skin and you've got to let it let it happen because unfortunately people are people you know um one thing i've learned over my time and I've, I've had to explain this to kids a couple of times is um someone's going to say something mean someone's going to say something hurtful don't let it get to you because the truth of the matter is if you do it's going to affect you and, and not them they don't care they won't care they they, they, care, yeah. they, they they will have succeeded in what they were trying to do which was upset you 
So all you do is you just grow a thick skin like I do and go, and then you carry on because that's all I do. I just go, and I carry on because it doesn't bug me. You know, um, people people have have insulted me my entire life and I don't get bugged by it anymore. But you just got to have thick well, skin. I mean, that's really all it is. Yeah, you do. Because <laughs> this, I mean, this it's industry it's is horrible. Isn't that the story it's, of life? <laughs> yeah, life is life. life is Life's life. a bitch. Eh? <laughs> Yeah, life is a bitch. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's not it's not easy and you should probably use lube. You know what I mean? So like <laughs> I don't think lube um, will work, dude. <laughs> you know, in general. But I mean Practice. we can still do our best as as individuals to try and make it a little bit better. I, yeah, actually, we do, we have to try. Um, at least. Yeah, we do. I mean for me when when I came to Dubai, like I started looking back into like stoicism teachings and and that kind of things again. It's something I was always stoicism? interested in essay, but when I came here I, I kinda needed it. I remember sense. the videos that you used to do, like the daily motivational things that you used to yeah, do. Yeah, so you, do I. When you first got here, you always used to start off like your morning with all these amazing things yeah. and stuff. I remember watching those. No, what was it? How did it go? It's just like, welcome. What was it? Good morning, planet Earth. Welcome yes. to the Brett McGill Show. I am Brett and this is my show. And today... We're going to speak about A or B or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that's I'm it's really say. tough to do that when you're you're not feeling that energy in the mornings every time. Yeah, and I've never picked I, I never pegged you for someone who was very stoic though, um, because because um, you, you from from what I've always seen you tend to you tend to lead you know lead, uh, wear your heart right there uh, out there on your sleeve you know. <laughs> I do I do but uh, a friend of mine uh, actually recently I changed jobs about two months ago. And uh, one of the comments he made, uh, his friend that sits in Zurich, and he was just like, you know what, at the end of the day, as long as you keep on to the core of who you are, uh, when yeah. the lights off, the door is closed in your house and whatever, that's yeah. what matters. Whatever, you, exactly. whatever you're putting out there, as long as it serves you, cool, but don't worry about it as much. As long mm. as back at the, it's true. back when you're about to go to bed, that's who you, who you are and, and what's at your core, that, that's what matters at the end of the day. Exactly. And he was helping me get through a lot of uh, depression with... Uh, um, the, the stuff that I was going through and things like that. We had many a chat to just, just try and keep me together. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, when it comes to streaming and YouTube and things like that, I'm yeah. a creator, I'm a performer. I, th I think I walked in here together is like, I am a performer, I'm an entertainer. I just happen to use it with a keyboard and a microphone. You, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, That's how it is, though, dude. That's a, It's like, isn't this how the whole interview thing is going now? You know, it's like, I don't like watching late night shows. They're stupid. They're boring. And the hosts are not funny. <laughs> I'm sorry, but they're boring. You know, this is, I like to watch this kind of thing where guys are just sitting down chatting and having a good time. You know, um, it, it's one of the reasons why I watch so many um, IRL streams on YouTube. You know, um, I, I, there, there's a particular YouTuber, I'm not going to mention his name, that I watch. He's, he's brilliant. Uh, he's got millions of viewers, but he's a he, he he invites people over from all over the U.S. They sit down, they talk shit. They they it's mainly politics though, but they they sit down and they talk shit, and it's it's fun, you know. It's it's nice to see what that's the kind of thing that I like to do as well. Just sit down and talk shit with my friends and, and talk shit with people it that I, I invite. It feels more natural as well mm. than having the structured question and answer answers thing. Obviously, like we will ask questions every now and then and stuff, but it's not fully just ask a question get an answer ask a question get an answer kind of thing it's yeah it's more laid back yeah we try to keep it as laid back as possible yeah and you know the the thing is and also we don't invite people like who, who will be um 
who will just suddenly start arguments with us for no good reason or anything like that because it's not about us arguing it's a, if you're going to have a, dis- a constructive conversation cool then we can have a constructive conversation but it's not about that for us it's about talking shit shooting the shit talking about our favorite things like doom for example which is which we need your to favorite get back game. on to topic with <laughs> so so yeah, um, well, what, what is topic for us, Andrew? Yeah, I know, but we can topics. talk about Doom a bit and any it's, other it's fun sort of, games. It's sort of like we stuff. have a river, a river of conversation, and then the stones in the like middle this. are like certain topics that we yeah. go around. <laughs> so what I actually want to know is, you, 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 you obviously you talk a shit ton about about um, Doom and all of that. Any other games As you, you play? <laughs> <laughs> Anything else that, that 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 tickles your fancy other than that particular genre as well? So tear it away from fps's what other kind of games would you play yeah well actually you know the thing is i i didn't expect truth be told <laughs> i didn't expect to uh get back into doom at the level that i've attempted to be and i'm not even scratching the surface right yeah doom for me was has always been a good game um i've always been a fan always played the game always will play the game i doubt they can do much to sway me from not playing do okay um it just happens to be something right now that i'm really hot on that i that i'm enjoying creating content about this is my favorite game having said that though um oh man i'm a gamer (laughs) Uh, it's a uh, there is very besides sports games maybe i don't play any sports games uh, or traditional sports games so you, you won't see me playing fifa um you won't see me playing what, what are the crap NFL, NBL, golf um, games. Yeah. What's it? Yeah, what's it? Yeah, NBA no. 2K, whatever the that, that that really crappy gambling game Madden. is. Madden, yeah, Madden, the gambling yeah, yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I don't, I don't play any sports games. I'm not about that life. If I, I just don't care. Mm-hmm. So you know, like that, that's probably where my limit is. But generally, every other game I, I'm keen on. I've actually got like a library of Metroidvanias and platformers that I've slowly been accumulating over three years. Where I'm like. <laughs> I just need a controller, then I'll be happy to play these games. Because I played something like Dead Cells the one day, which is a good Metroidvania, and I was just like, okay, so the keyboard is just not gelling for me and I'm getting frustrated and I need a controller. Alright, so like for me, I love FPS and I love Doom, but I also love adventure games. Oh my word do I love adventure yeah, games. I yeah. love horror games. Horror games are the only thing, so not many people know this about me, but I actually don't have adrenal glands. Which means I produce no adrenaline. Okay. <laughs> Which means I suffer from adrenal fatigue quite a lot, if I don't take my meds, but but I do. Um, so because of that, to get a thrill is very rare and far between <laughs> is where it should be compared to the normal uh, 30-year-old gentleman, okay? So, but playing horror games, for me, is the same way as playing FPS. It's the energy, it's the, it's the tension, it's the thrill. So horror games are like that. They, they create that suspense and that... Yeah. Ah, you know that kind of thing that not every jump scare but it's a good horror games allow you to bring you in a good an easy example considering the the story of our times is the new resident evil village i've been playing that on stream can i tell you what i would sit here all day and finish that game right now if i wasn't already committed to showing my chat <laughs> the rest of the adventure but oh my god oh it's so good it's so nice this it's, it's really interesting world building. I haven't played a Resident Evil game since Resident Evil 2 on a PlayStation 2. So yeah. for me to get back into it and to see Epic. what kind of horror they've added into it, had a great time. Yeah. Things like Outlast, great time. I'm yeah. looking for <laughs> fucked up psychological horrors that will make me sit on my bed and question the meaning of my existence, okay? That I like. 
You should play um, Little Hope. Little then. Hope, yeah, that is yeah, one weird ass hope. game, dude. Yeah, so it's from the the creators who did Untold Dawn, and then they did Man of Medan, and then they've done Little Hope. Little Ooh. Hope. So Until Until Dawn is it kind of t- messes with your mind, but not as much. Man, Man of Medan, it's more jump scary, but Little Hope. Oh my. God, that one messes with your brain. Yeah, it's psychologically it screwed with her for a long, long time. <laughs> really? Good. Yeah. But I think I think that's the thing, right? Is that it needs to capture you. So yeah. yes, horror is a genre. FPS. Um, I don't, and I need to be specific here. When someone says, "Oh, FPS," your brain immediately will go to Call of Duty or for maybe not even Fortnite. No, that's days, over but the shoulder. Call of Duty is an easy one, right? I'm actually not a fan of the Call of Duty series anymore. I I, I bought. Call of Duty from forever, okay, until Modern Warfare 3, and then I realized that they were becoming FIFA, where it was a yeah, new game every year, just got t- and I was just like, yeah, you're, you're shit, <laughs> exactly. so um, never mind, and I think, I think it was Modern Warfare 1 was the closest thing they actually had to a pretty half-decent story, Yeah. and that's what's captivating, yeah. okay, if the story is there, it could be a horror, it could be an FPS, it could be an adventure game, that's why I put adventure games in there, yeah. um, and this is also why I talk a lot about indie games, because indie games have got a lot of love put into them, a lot of heart, yeah. a lot of they, they take a lot of time. And I would nine times out of ten pick up a really well-made indie game, a really beautiful story. It could have pixel graphics, and most of them do, <laughs> pixel graphics, and um, a bad menu system. Even the gameplay is meh. Okay, not always because gameplay is important, but. A lot of them uh, maybe have low graphics and, and all that thing, and not not everyone is a Doom 2016 or whatever. But that story, oh man, that, that is that's when you're sitting there and you're sitting there at the end of it. It could be it could be as something as simple. Do you guys did you guys ever play Gone Gone Away Sales? No. Gone Away Sale. Oh, it's sort Fair of like it. a Gris. Hey, you guys play Gris? Gris? No. Uh, I don't think so. I'm gonna send you links. Okay, so um, there was this game, uh, Gone Away Sales. It was, I think it was, it was a console thing. I can't remember. Yeah, I think I had it on PS Plus. Yeah, yeah, it was a pretty simple game. It was something, one of the exclusives, whatever. Yeah. But it came out on PC. I think it was at most a three-hour-long game that you're basically just going in one direction, whatever. Yeah. But the art of that game. The story without even speaking, the music, it was captivating, it was engaging, it was beautiful. And, and for me, that's why, like, I, and I know Gone Away Sales is a, is a AAA indie, whatever you want to call it, yeah. but um, it's just, games like that is what grabbed me, yeah. you know, so it could, and, and, I, and I'll off back to Doom for a second. Doom Eternal, for an FPS, has one hell of a narrative that it has, it has no need to have that kind of narrative. But it does anyway, and it's sick. Yeah, and I know a lot of guys talk about how the lore doesn't make sense or whatever crap, I don't care, okay? Doom didn't need to have a story. In fact, the first Dooms uh, didn't have a story. John Carmack sat down and said, Doom's story is like a story in a porno. You know it's there somewhere, but it's really <laughs> not the most important thing. <laughs> okay? Exactly. So, and, and that's the, and that's how Doom was. Uh, the granddaddy of, well, besides Wolfenstein, the granddaddy of the modern FPS. Okay? Yeah. The granddaddy of multiplayer and deathmatch. Yeah. Call of Duty, Fortnite, all these games owe their success to Doom. Okay? It's Sorry, true, I'm yeah. a Doom. I'm a Doom. Um, but no, that's the right. thing. You're, right? you're 100% right. Wolfenstein would never have made it as big as they did if it wasn't for uh, Doom. 
There we go. <laughs> and, 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 that, and that's the whole thing. So for me, Doom Eternal and Doom 2016, especially Doom 2016 is my favorite, but the story there is actually very good. Yeah. And it's thrilling. So for me, it ticks off both boxes. Oh, I get, I get, I get a rush, which is rare for me, but that's good. And I get a cool story, which can keep me, keep me thinking about the next step. Doesn't it? Doesn't it has weight to it, right? Perfect game yeah. for me. Okay. Same with uh, Resident Evil. Gives me the rush. Interesting gameplay. Pretty interesting story so far. Yeah. I'm keen. You know. So whether it's horror, adventure, FPS, those are the kinds of games I'm playing. So right now on my list of games, I'm playing again. <laughs> Doom Eternal and Doom 2016. Also playing uh, Resident Evil 7 and Resident Evil 8. So offline, I'm playing Resident Evil 7 in my free time. But I recently bought and downloaded uh, a new indie game called Viscera Fest. Uh, they just launched their early access yesterday, I think, or the day before. And I think it was the day before. And this guy's been making this game. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a first-person shooter, but it's uh, completely retro throwback. Okay. Yeah. Gorgeous. Um, she, uh, the, uh, the main antagonist, uh, protagonist, whatever, uh, is uh, voiced by the same person that did Ion Fury. And it's, it's actually, the voice acting is awesome. The story, even though it's there somewhere, is still a bit alluring, all right? The, the whole point is for Caroline to, she's a bounty hunter, all right? She's going to kill this alien to get the bucks to buy yeah. a ring for her husband just in time for date night, okay? It's, <laughs> it's such a... <laughs> you see, arcing back to John Carmack's point that you know the story is there, but it's generally not the most important thing. But yeah. okay, I have a story, so that's good. At least I have a story, you know? And so it's all these kinds of things. So at the moment, I'm playing Viscera Fest as well. I think yeah. they released the first chapter in the early access. I think there's, I don't know if there's three or four chapters coming at the full release when they get a few of the bugs sorted out. But the, the amount of energy, and you can see it, you can see it, man. Like the amount of energy that they've put in to think about this game. What does their audience want? Their audience wants speed running. Their audience wants to change the difficulty. The audience wants to record this, and so on and so on. There's a lot of nostalgic callbacks to the um, to old games like Wolfenstein and Doom and Blood and things like that. So it's a really well thought of game in that respect too. It's very well done, and the art is cool. <laughs> so um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's currently where I am. I think. Oh, and of course, of course, but of course, because I'm that guy. I also play Minecraft. I play Minecraft, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Minecraft is the best. <laughs> Agreed. I tried it. I dig it. It's a, good, it's, 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 it's a fun game. The kids can't stand it. But I tried it, I don't get it. Um, no. Yeah, she doesn't. She, she, she doesn't get it. You know, it. the thing is, Minecraft, you step into a world that's whatever you want it to be. Exactly. You know, it is. It's exactly that. That's the appeal for me. Yeah. And you can do, you can literally, you can add mods in that will make the world whatever you want it to be as well. So, I mean, I've done, yeah. I've done silly things like I wanted to go into space and, and explore the, the planets in the solar system. So I did. I found a mod and I put it in and I did it. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm actually playing on a modern Minecraft server now and it's so insane. Like, they, it's what's it, all the mod 6 uh, and it's got like elements and magic and all this other stuff and yeah. we're looking at now adding dragon a dragon mod or whatever the case may be it's yeah. so much fun and i was happy with vanilla right i was so happy with vanilla and then you get all these mods i was like right so i'll i'll be playing this game for another few years <laughs> like, i know it's awesome. funny but yeah. that's where we're different because like ziff likes minecraft and i i don't get it 
but I like Sims, and he doesn't get why I like Sims. So. No, I do. I enjoy Sims. I've got no problem with Sims. I know, she's, but you don't play it as like. I don't play it as vigorously. Yeah. She's, she's it's fun. It's the same game. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I don't play it as rigorously as she does, but she she, she, she really likes The Sims. There, there are games that I won't play. Like, for example, I'm not a big fan of Until Dawn or all those games. I, I can't stand the whole, um, the whole, uh, what are they called? Jump scares? No, I don't care about jump scares. I enjoy jump scares. I play um, Resident Evil 2. <laughs> oh, the, the quick time um, events. The quick time events. I cannot stand quick time events. I'm sorry, but you know what? You're going to make a game for me. You're going to tell me a story. If you're going to tell me a story, I'll get a movie. Alright, but if you're not going to do that, I want to play the game. I want to actually interact with the game. I want to be able to interact with the objects around me. I want to be able to run when I want to run, not when you tell me to push a button. That's how I am. <laughs> but they did so, do better, like with Man of Medan and Little Hope. They didn't put that many quick time events in. It was more about the actual story than the actual things. But they were still quick time events here and there. But yeah, they, they learned their lesson from un Until Dawn. What you guys... What do you guys define as quick time events? When when you get a certain amount of time to push a button, as like you're gonna run and you're gonna jump over that log over there. You gotta press X within the time before this goes like that. That's what a okay. quick time event is to me. So <laughs> the my limits of quick time events, it needs to be. You see, that's a tough one. I don't, it doesn't bug me. I know I know it's a I know it's a thing, for, and sometimes it can flood an entire game where you're not actually doing anything. You're just quick timing all yeah. the time. I haven't experienced it myself, fortunately, but like when it's used well, I can see the appeal. But then sometimes you're like, please let me do this. Doom Eternal actually has this. I'm going to use Doom Eternal. Yeah. I'm so sorry. But Doom Eternal <laughs> has this where it's just like, no, don't do it for me. I want to press the big gun, not you. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> so there are some things like that in Doom, which I'm like, eh. But uh, a good example of something that I did like when I first experienced that was uh, was um, God of War 2, way back when. Yeah, you see, they, they did it right. When they did the quick they did, events, right. they did it right. Exactly. You know, because... You can still fight. The quick time events were actually integrated into particular parts of a battle. So when you're climbing up the big colossus and you're trying to take him out, you've got to take out part by part. They understand that it might take a while for you to actually do it yourself. So he goes, he jumps, you've got to press X, Y, X, whatever it is to get to the one point. Then you go or make an X circle triangle or whatever it is. And you've got to push that to get to his knee. Then you get a certain amount of time to press X before you can smack it. That makes sense. Because it's not the whole way through the game. Because the rest of the game, you're still busy slaughtering all the monsters and all that stuff. You're still fighting them. You're still using your own skills. You're still pushing the buttons and moving your character around. Um, there was another game, a little bit slower, which is Detroit Become Human. They seem to have gotten it right. Um, oh, where they actually told the story. It's actually really you cool. You should. It's really, because really good. They actually tell the story, but you get to create the story at the same time. So... It's it's every uh, action you make has, yeah. a, has an effect on how the game ends and yeah, it's sort of like horrible. Yeah, Heavy Rain was the same. The guys who who made Heavy Rain made made this game. Um, so wow. it is it is it is unfortunately uh, that kind of uh, it's still based on the whole quick time event thing, but not as much. It's more about actually creating the story for the characters. You're actually trying to you're trying to to let them live. As they make you feel for the the androids and even the bad androids they make you feel for them yeah so it's actually very well done 
it's very well designed um i thought that it was pretty well done i, I enjoyed the game as uh, as a whole it was the the guys who did it did a very good job they actually it's the first first game with quick time events that i actually enjoyed <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't like god of war quick time events where you actually have quick time and fighting at the same time but where the game was was predominantly story and quick time it's the first time i've actually ever enjoyed a game that much um because i don't enjoy those games i like i said i cannot stand until dawn i thought it was um it was sad you know it's like you can only do certain things with the character boring there's no real story created you know you've just got to try and keep them from dying mm. well that's a bit sad i haven't played it yet myself but i still need to check it out yeah and give it a shot i mean i've played it i've played it i stopped playing it but i played it um but i, I got bored playing it because you know it's, it's not it's not not it, it didn't engage me enough that was the problem the game just did not engage me i'm I mean, everyone's different, you know. That's the great thing about being a gamer, you know. Not everyone has the same taste. <laughs> Isn't that the beautiful thing, though? Isn't that the beautiful thing? I know, I know what was so lovely about uh, if there is an upside to 2020. Um, I made more friends than I have ever made in my entire life, and 99% of them were from the internet. <laughs> you know, and it was yeah. and it was all gaming based. You know, we had yeah. we've got uh, Moose Jaws, and he's sitting there playing. What's that? Sea of Thieves. He's playing Sea of Thieves. We're jamming this. We're all sitting on Discord. Oh my word! I, yeah. I think if there was anything about 2020 that I took away is just that the ability for gaming to bring people together. Yeah. And you don't even all have true. to like the same game. It does help. But if you don't all like the same game, it's okay. Just around your mutually shared passion of He's having a good just time. Having a good time, just gaming. I mean, we had um, in in my uh, we have a so Yaksha has a well, it's not mine anymore, but. I created a Discord uh, community a while back. It was meant to be a streamer community, just my Hiyakusho community. But yeah. it first, I first realized that there was, it is, it's just not my vibe. So I, I try to like turn it into more of a gaming community Discord. Yeah. And uh, it's called the Dodo Crew. And uh, the, the whole, it's so interesting when we have new people come to the uh, community because they, oh, I'm sorry I haven't been engaging. It's like, dude, the whole point of this Discord is that no pressure. All exactly, right. do what you want. Give as much as you like, hang out as much as you like, it's all groovy. We've all got things to do. Support as much as yeah. you like, don't support, no one's going to get angry with you. It's all good. The whole point of this community is that if you want to play a game, and um, there may be someone else like you in the community, you just put up your hand and say, hey guys, I want to play uh, uh, Duke Nukem or, or what, I don't know, uh, 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 COD, Call of Duty, or whatever that shit. And you say, uh, Quake, <laughs> or, or oh, good example, Valheim. When Valheim dropped, Valheim, I think yeah. we had eight people in our Discord community. They went and just created a server just on their own. I have no parts in this. This is the point I'm trying to make. It's not, it's not yeah. Yaksha's community. It's a, it's the DDC, right? And they just went ahead. Yeah. Eight and t eight, between eight to ten of them went and just made a Valheim server, like in the first week. They, they all clocked like 200 hours. The screenshots that came out there, they're just sitting around, hanging out by a campfire. And I'm sitting there, I'm just like, this is damn beautiful. This is what it's all about. It, you know what I mean? And I mean, I'm the, yeah. I'm the outlier again, as, as I usually am, because I'm the one playing Ultimate Doom, and not everyone is an Ultimate Doomer. But I mean, like, I had, um, I've had two guys come in through my um, live streams on Twitch that were playing Doom, and they actually know the DDC. So it's nice to talk to someone about Doom <laughs> after a year. <laughs> but I mean, that's the beautiful thing right it's just healthy gaming community just come through chat a bit of shit share some memes play some games it's all good and and that's kind of what that whole thing is about and i've seen yeah. and, and yes you do get and it's so interesting that's what i said it's interesting to see when people feel like they're so obliged and i'm like 
don't misunderstand like we would love to engage more but it doesn't matter it's all okay i had a guy he joined and i think a year later he dm'd me and he was like hey is it okay if i talk in the discord i'm like my dude <laughs> well, of course it's okay you don't have to ask permission you've been in there all the time it's all right you know so yeah. shame and then um because you know life and corona and everything like that but it's just other guys come from other communities where they're expected to do things and it's just like it's all okay you know it's nice to have a community yeah. discord and not a hyakusho community you know i'm a exactly I'm nothing yeah. special you know it's a it's it's all for the it's just it's it's good to get people together that's the whole point of it that that's the yeah, that's true that's the end of that uh, that that whole thing it's just that's the idea so make some friends oh, it's true yeah exactly it's a simplest right. level you know exactly it was nice to actually switch off my part though although i have to say it's a lot more difficult to like get people to tell them like news updates about my my twitch specifically now <laughs> we technically have a channel for that comes to think of it but you know what i mean like it's like because it's not my discord anymore you can't really own any spot so it's like okay yeah. you just embed it in there and then i use twitter <laughs> kind of thing like it it works for what it is yeah but it's a nice community oh, of course and that's all that matters though isn't it you know you it's 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 about the community you know it's something yeah. that we've we've always strived to actually work towards is actually you know making sure that our, the people in our community are 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 there because without them we aren't we aren't really anything are we we're just we're just like people nothing. sitting in front of a screen making videos exactly. for someone somewhere to watch exactly yeah exactly and that's not exactly I've actually got so are. many I've got so many I'm actually I'm in so many discords here on the left on the screen it fills me with so much anxiety <laughs> because I'm like so I've got I joined discords because I like the streamer and then I'll join yeah. community discords for like to engage with content that I like and then there's a whole bunch and I'm just like I really need to leave like I'm not doing anything <laughs> it's you know but it's also like I don't want to leave because some of them are interesting sometimes I have so yeah. much. I need to. I need to clean this out again. It's looking. It's looking hectic. Yeah. Oh, don't it's worry. Like, we have to still get a camera. For uh, we've got. I think I found the perfect spot for it as well. We're getting a, a secondary camera for our our, our videos now. So nice. it's not going to be just Kez and myself and the guest on screen, or Kez and myself and the game. It's going to be Kez and myself and the cat bed, because we've got yeah. a cat bed. Like, I just see where we should put it. It's like right next to us. The cat bed is right here. And if we can get the camera facing right down onto the cat bed, there's two cats sleeping in it at the moment. Hang on, I'll show you. Just give me a second. It's very cute. It's very cute. It's super cute. Oh, look at those two babies. Look at it. It's Gandalf and Timey. And those are cute. They just look at. They're so sweet. Look at that. Look at that face. Just FYI, that would be another thing. Yeah. So we were we're actually looking at building a cat cam as well. Uh, well, Beautiful. I spoke to Kez about putting a cat cam up, and uh, she agreed. She thought, it yeah, it's a, a good, good idea because if we're getting boring or whatever, there's something to <laughs> look at. Just stare at the kitties, <laughs> and they're always available, you know, because one of them they'll Kez always come in here. Finally, now that they're actually sleeping in the dog bed we bought, but it's you know, big enough. <laughs> You think you think cat? You, do you think a cat cares? <laughs> At first, they were a bit timid about it. It's like the other cat houses; they would go into them and they'd sit on them and they'd do all that. But this one, they were really anxious about climbing onto it. It was only recently; I think it was on Thursday that they actually started climbing into it, um, and they started actually sitting down in it. And this is while we we're working; we were sitting there, and waiting for the cat to actually jump in there. They kept like putting their paw on it, like should I smelling it? it? <laughs> yeah. And then eventually, they just got comfortable, and now they're they're sitting on it. So. Yeah, that's that's something that we're looking at doing is getting an, an extra camera to put down and 
creating another Discord for them so that they've got a cat cat. Well, that's the plan for like our, t- our our TikTok and our Instagram. I think it's just going to be about cats. the cats and, <laughs> and their stuff, and then like all the other things will be about our videos and things because they are a big part of our I swear, lives. If, yeah, indeed. If I had a cat, that like my cat would just be on. That's my Instagram. That's it. It's just cat pictures. Exactly. There would be no need for anything else. <laughs> Look how cute my cat is. My cat is superior. <laughs> my cat is a god amongst cats. No, that's Pippin. I call him Plurpst, savior of the kittyverse. So, because you know, you see, you see the whole flash. Ah, so Plurpst, savior of the kittyverse. He's just got that face. I actually him. have a, a streamer that I enjoy. He does uh, Doom speedrunning because, of course, he does. Um, he um, was um, he has a uh, a Jerry Cam, which is his dog. So uh, Peaches Peaches's room is divided into two. It's his dog's side and his side, and yeah. he's always got a dog cam on. And all of his uh, Twitch points are about giving Jerry treats and things like that. It's the sweetest damn thing <laughs> that I ever see. You know, it's it's lovely. Animals, man. <laughs> it just it upskill what is it? What is it? It upticks for streams, something tremendous. Everyone comes yeah. for the for the animals, they don't care about you. Yeah, they can give it they can give a damn about you as show us kitties or show us, yes, show us the kitty. Show us the puppy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no it's it's definitely something that we were we were considering doing or we were considering doing is because um you know, now that we've got this, uh, this is actually ideal. We, I wasn't even thinking that this would work, but as soon as this came up here, I was like, ah, camera can go right there. <laughs> so, yeah, third camera will be going up on that one. Hopefully soon we'll be able to get that done. And sort Very out. exciting. Yeah. Do you what have any like exciting plans? Who? What's that? Ziff, just check your audio. Oh, uh, my audio is fine. I was yawning. Can you I'm hear sorry. me? <laughs> <laughs> I was um, yawning. I'm so not no, tired. No, I, on, on my end, nothing, nothing too tremendous. I think I've got. So I took a week off uh, YouTube to try and assess. You said that you guys were saying this earlier about YouTube Creative, where it became where the quality starts going down if you start rushing it because of life. Yeah. And, and I started thinking similar lines where I was just like, if I rush this, you can start coming to weird spaces yeah so i took a moment to like assess the content so i'm dropping probably two videos next week i hope hold thumbs uh two videos <laughs> next week it's this um how to kill a cyber demon and then it is a version of my let's play uh for uh resident evil the village um i'm trying to do a different way of doing it it's basically a vod but it's just i think a better way um yeah. so i've got those two coming out next week which is nice but overall, nothing tremendous. The only thing that I think is worth noting is that I am focusing a little bit more on creating more, more interesting YouTube content, things that are outside the Twitch stream, things like that. So I've got, I have yeah. a book of ideas here. So everything from like, um, uh, there was like a really fun idea. I mentioned Viscera Fest earlier today, but I thought it'd be very cool to have like a uh, versus where you have a lot of indie game boomer shooters that they, they're uh, the, the good guys and the bad guys versus you know so you got uh, caroline and viscera fest that you've got uh shelly and iron maiden who would win that kind of thing so anyway <laughs> i'm gonna do start doing a lot of more of, of that kind of content but it's i'm updating all my thumbnails you see it's, it's a lot of learning and developing as we go with youtube at the moment so the only thing on youtube that i i, I want to actually say is that more awesome stuff coming and polishing of the other stuff also coming you know um yeah 
but then you know and, and then i think oh there is a, an opportunity i'm collaborating collaborating with another streamer we we're potentially going to be doing uh the doom grand prix race or doom grand prix where he and i will speed run against each other at the same time on twitch <laughs> and see how <laughs> nice. we do so that'll be quite cool um but that that's still far in the pipeline but um yeah no like nothing nothing tremendous to report other than um you know we've got doom on mondays resident evil on wednesdays and art on fridays with a good strong cup of coffee um but yeah no no it's strange to actually think that i don't have tremendous big plans on the horizon I think I've passed that phase in my life. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Yeah. Like it's it's kind of just like I'm loving the process so much. I don't need to put a flag in the ground down the road where I'm like, yeah, this is where we're gonna go. Which it's gonna be a thing. Sorry, I'm hearing a rattling sound. Sounds like it's coming from. Oh, okay. No, it's not. It's the washing machine. Washing machine? Yeah, I get that. I'm not sure <laughs> because it sounds like one of the fans is going. But they're all working, so <laughs> Except I can't see my graphics card. Don't you hate that though? I have my fan over here, the sticker is on the wrong is not positioned correctly. So it sort of looks like it's wobbling. It's not. The sticker is just not well positioned. Uh, they, but it gives yeah. me so much anxiety. It's the same thing no, as mine. I have the worst anxiety. Every time I switch my PC on, I wait for it to freaking beep. Because when we first the bought them No, it's like a beep, 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 beep. Because when we first Radish. bought them and it was like not even a month after we bought them and switch it on and it would just start beeping and then we sent it away to be fixed because it was still under warranty and it came back and it had the exact same beeping sound so it man superman oh came in and fixed it <laughs> now every time uh, I, I replied essentially what i had to do was i had to put her ram into my pc so that my pc would re reset the cache of the ram and then put my ram into her pc to, to do the same thing the stupid fucking thing but i had to do it i figured it might work because i've done it before where the ram was actually giving issues to the pc and i removed it put it into the other pc into another pc the motherboard was like i don't recognize this ram i'm going to flush the cache and then it worked <laughs> wow. so i did that and That's the ram just worked yeah i didn't think it would work well i, I didn't think it would work because it's, it's it's like corsair intercooled like special super high-end ram but all i did was just move ram to, from one pc to another and it seemed to work so. but every time i switch yeah. my pc on i'm so scared that i'm gonna hear that beeping she won't though don't worry i'm, I'm super pc like man oh. <laughs> super it man tell you the truth like um baby darlene is the name of my pc She's a lovely girl. She treated me very well. I turn her on every morning. <laughs> and um, I built this one as the first PC I built on my own, right? Day one, I had an issue, which apparently was just on the, the software that needs to be updated on the motherboard. Because the motherboard is old, right? The, the old bias. Ah, firmware. Like, I don't know what the hell it is, but it's so interesting when you build your own stuff because you're like, oh, I know exactly what may be the issue. You know, you, you start getting into the thing. I still get anxiety every time I switch it on. It's still like, Please just work perfectly. <laughs> it's just like, please don't have any problems ever at all. <laughs> please. I think I think that's the problem with being someone who's trained in IT and someone who's who studied IT. I mean, I've got my A plus, N plus, and all that crap. So I'm and uh, I, I'm basically a PC specialist essentially, and uh, oh, sorry, a, a PC engineer, PC engineer, network specialist. So um, those those are those are the those are the titles that I've got. They're on my they're on my certifications. I am a PC, a PC engineer and network specialist. I'm a network specialist. <laughs> cool. But um, 
I think that's one of the, the, the downfalls or the pitfalls of being someone who's actually worked in IT. If it starts beeping, I'm just like, meh, I'll fix it. <laughs> I'll figure out what it is eventually. <laughs> but uh, for, for, for me, it's like, I don't sit there and go, please work when it turns on. It's like, if it doesn't turn on, I'll fix it. <laughs> You're so lucky. You're so lucky. I mean, don't get me wrong. Making this myself has given me a lot more confidence in it. Like, now That's I know exactly. I, I know a lot more now, now that I've done it my, myself. Yeah. Because hands-on experience, I'm like, oh, okay, I kind of know it could be this one or could be this one. I'm still fucking scared to try and fix it myself. But you know what I mean? Like, I, I've got a pretty good idea. Um, so, I mean, but to be fair, I, I was uh, rendering video the other day. No, 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 I was shooting video the other day. And already, like, you start sitting here like, ah, I'm going to need a new CPU. And I'm going to need a new display. And <laughs> it's just never going to end. Yeah, no, this is all brand new stuff for us. So, I mean, we Yeah, using... we got it in November last year, so it's still yeah. they're very, very new. They're, it's like the latest Ooh, generation nice. of Horizon 3. Um, and uh, GTX 1660s. Both, both pieces are the same. We've got 16 gigs of RAM. Um, how big are the hard drives? We've got one terabyte standard hard drive. So each of us have got single terabyte standard hard drives. And then I think it's a 350 gig each for the... Um, we've got SSDs as well. No, no, it's, they're not that big. Though. Sorry, sorry, so if your sound's going off again there, I don't know if it's... Oh, sorry, that's... No, it's just... It's this... Fuck microphone! It's too sensitive. Give me a second. It's, be, it's being sensitive, so it's a good chance. It comes in and out. You're just super soft. That's it. Yeah, no, it's this. It's the the. Hang on, I'll determine the sensitivity now. Uh, okay, there sorry. we go. That should work. Now. You should be able to pick up every single sound effect. It's a bit better. Well, it should be. <laughs> Change the sensitivities. Anyway, so we're gonna we're gonna end it off there on on, on a note of of. Um, of the, the, the me, me being an IT tech and being bored of building, building computers and you being excited about building computers. We'll leave it there. First, what we have to do is you have to plug your channel. Where can we find you? Where can our fans who are watching? Plug my channel? Oh, what have I been doing all this time? <laughs> plug the now, everyone can find me over on Twitch. Uh, it's twitch.tv slash yaksho. Uh, or if you type in on Google, you could just find me at search yaksho. You'll find it. That's H Y. How do you spell here? H-Y-A-C-H-O. C-S-H-O. Hang on, hang on. How do you spell that? <laughs> it'll be, it'll be it is H-Y-A-C-S-H-O. That's right. Yaksho. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So yeah, you can find me over on Twitch. Um, all my socials are there or pretty yeah. much in any social network. It's all the same. Yaksho everywhere. Um, yeah, and whoever uh, pops in, I will greet them most moistly and gently as I do every time. <laughs> most moistly and gently. <laughs> yes. So, so um, uh, where was I? Um, the brain stops. Oh, yes. Um, when I say plug the bunghole, by the way, do you know what a bunghole is? Don't say it's an asshole. It's not. A bunghole, before, before, this is a little bit of education for everyone. A bunghole is actually there was a little hole on on that on lifeboats and things like that there was a little little hole with a plug on the back so that you could when you took the when you took the, the, the boat onto the beach or onto onto water or off the water sorry you could empty out any water that came into the boat called a bung hole <laughs> b-u-n-g not bum bung b-u-n-g bung yeah i actually did a bung hole and then shame guys well 
you know what it has it's been an absolute pleasure thank you so much for having me i'm, I'm really i'm really You're excited welcome. and flattered you would think of me absolutely of now 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 it's time for kids to put to to plug our bunghole mm. so plug the, plug audio, the, the audio for this will be on anchor and from there you can find it on spotify google podcast and many of the other places but everything is available on anchor and then obviously the video is on youtube and in general we are on uh twitch twitter facebook instagram youtube and tiktok and bitchute yes we're everywhere and nowhere at the same time just look everywhere. for that pretty purple logo <laughs> yes you know what the pretty purple logo looks like because you're watching us right now <laughs> anyway um yes guys thank you so much for joining us uh Yaksha, thank you so much for joining us it has been thank a you, wonderful sir. time. Thank you, my lady. I appreciate your time. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, Kimmy Kiki! Bye!